What is a family? You're now on the stupid coop. Are you there? Yes, hi. And what's up, family? It's Jackie and Katrill, the hair blesser. Oh, not the hair blaster. I love to hear that. <laughs> and you are now on the stoop with Coop. Reloaded. So, Katrill, I want to first thank you for taking time out because I know you have a very, very busy schedule. Um, but I wanted to also thank you for taking time out, but also uh send a bit of peace and blessing to you and this is one thing that I do with the people on my podcast mm-hmm. how are you feeling in this moment I'm actually great <laughs> I'm that's so awesome with peace that's always my goal <laughs> that's what's and it's so funny when people like you know how you doing you like I'm feeling that peace and they're like well your energy seems a little bit off it, it's like, I'm at peace. Like, leave me yeah. alone. Yeah, I'm in mellow. It's like a chill. It comes across nonchalant, but it's really just so level. You know, when you peaceful and grounded, it's just nothing can knock that off. And when you're talking to good people, like, it's always good energy and vibes with you. So, absolutely. I appreciate that. As well as you. I always enjoy you. You're always so uplifting, so inspiring. And- so giving and you know we all are dealing with i'm gonna just say 2020 and it's been a different experience for everybody yeah and i dare not speak on what your experience has been uh because i've had some people that they're like well you know 2020 everybody broke and everybody did you can't speak for everybody because there are people actually flourishing agreed I think it's um it's almost like you have to take what well, you know how they always say it's a blessing at the end of the uh, it the sun comes out after the storm and I really feel like sometimes mm-hmm. in the midst of what we might feel like it's a bad timing or a bad mm-hmm. energy or vibe that you find a blessing out of it I think this time has got everyone um, I should say this pandemic pandemic has got, given everyone opportunity to adjust, reboot, and restart. Some things needed to be shifted. Some things needed to be reprioritized. So I think it's giving people opportunity to learn a new trade or advance to the next level. So No, I heard you when you said pandemic. So break that down (laughs) for me. I don't know what all this stuff is crazy. I feel like it's um, it's prepping us for a reset. And to me, sometimes you have two of the most powerful things um, that's crazy that we don't realize that control people is mm-hmm. fear and hope mm-hmm. and fear. You get people to move so many crazy ways and people start when you operate in fear, you don't, you don't think in your right mind. You just, it's, it's almost like impulse and just, you're just in a frantic. So I, I feel like, you know, this is why we got so many numbers going up and down. You got some people following direction, some people not, they're not mm-hmm. taking it serious unless it's somebody is close, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just, plan because some people feel like what's going on like is this plan for once again like I said to reset or to get people to do some things they wanted them to do I don't know Um, but I know I also call it a pandemic because it helped me replan and structure how I've been living my life Mm -hmm. I mean I'm pretty Mm -hmm. stable and everything else but 
helps you say, hey, I want to retire. What's my security base? So it helped me revise my plan. So that's another reason I call it pandemic. So that is very cut and clear. Now, when you call it a pandemic, what do you think the actual plan is? And I asked you on the back of the Zika virus, the Ebola virus, uh, the Spanish flu. So do you think that viruses and diseases are not a thing or are they planted by the government? So I'm in the middle. I, I do think it is a thing. I just think some things are, you know, is manipulated in a way to control society, to shift to the way they want them to go. You know? So that's, I feel like that's the best way to kind of say it. Um, you just, you know, everybody have an alternative motive. The question is, is it for my benefit or is it just for their benefit? Is it helping all of us? I think it's kind of selective people, but are we all affected by it? Yes. You know, so now you're just trying to make sure, uh, let me get myself together, uh, you know, because we can all go, we can assume all day. So now instead of being distracted, let me just try to refocus on what I can do and find a, some joy out of all the chaos. You know, I love that. I love that. And then also just being prepared. Uh, being prepared mentally, physically, financially, uh, because we never know where this thing is going to go because I'm in New York, you're in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and things could shift at any moment because they're now reopening schools and they're talking about closing local bars here, mm-hmm. which I don't really care because I go to the liquor store and get money. I don't got to go to the bar <laughs> at this point. And right. being socially distanced is not a thing for me. And I say not a thing for me because I didn't never like people in my space mm-hmm. before the pandemic. Or what did the one guy say on Twitter, the panoramic? <laughs> so keeping your distance, elbow space, that was never a problem for me. Never, ever a problem. Um, so this whole thing has been very interesting. And Yeah, I agree very um, joyful because I've learned about myself during this time Mm -hmm. that I'm a little more introverted Mm. and I need my time to myself. I need it. I need it to recharge with, I think they call it being an omnivert. So where you kind of teeter-totter on both. Okay. Because I, I don't mind being like the life of the party in my ear quotations. Right. But then once that party over, I want to go home. I don't want to spend the night at your house. <laughs> I don't want to do nothing. I want to go home. Right, right. And I, you know, I just think a lot of people need to sometimes have a reset. You know, Absolutely. I think this opportunity, I mean, you know, everybody, they call it an opportunity. I call it, I don't know. Well, I, I, the blessing for me, my in my experience, I know I could be a workaholic and I have children. It's been giving me the opportunity to kind of be with them more, um, like I said, kind of restructure my schedule a little bit and just make you, mm-hmm. humble you to say, you know, what things are more important. And I, I value my family time. I, like I said, I do love being around people. I'm a good social bug, probably horrible on the phone, but I, I love like to engage, but I also really love my alone time you know where I can 
just meditate, pray, and just what I call reboot and recharge because I deal with people all the time on a daily basis and I'm all about good energy. Absolutely. And people can give off so much energy. Yes. Be it positive or troubling. I don't necessarily like the word negative. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's a word. It's a thing. It's in Merriam-Webster. <laughs> but it's like that troubling energy, like you know, and that's why I always ha- ask people, "How are you feeling in this moment? Mm-hmm. Not today, but but right. this moment, right?" Now. Yeah, energy transfer; it doesn't stop. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, in my mindset, I always say, "What energy do I want to bounce back? I want mm-hmm. love, joy, peace, happiness." So even when you may be in a just mellow mood, because you always give that off it end up bouncing back it reciprocates from your circle so i call it your power circle <laughs> now let me ask you this because we are both super chill people wait let me turn my phone on do not disturb so i don't want to interrupt this broadcast um because a lot of times we come across unbothered mm-hmm. and correct me if i'm wrong to where it's like people want to get a rise out of us. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm chilling. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Like, because if I get to that point where I got to really turn up on you, my voice inflections is yeah. not really going to change. Mm-hmm. My eye contact is going to change and my tone is going to change. And it's like, just leave me alone. Right. Why is that so hard? Do well, you get think, that a lot? I, I do. I, um, because I think a lot of people are, and I can't say a lot of people, some people are so accustomed to chaos, familiar with dysfunction. And when mm. they don't have that, what they're familiar with, they think it's bad or unusual. So they got to kind of stir up some noise because they used to noise. I said, sometimes it don't have to be a, that noise. It, you know, it's just, just settle into peace settle in just a it's okay you don't we don't have to yell to communicate you know mm-hmm. if we misinterpret each other because it's usually it's just sometimes a, um it's just a miscommunication that's usually mm-hmm. the issue oh i feel like i'm not being heard i feel like you don't uh you're not trying to you're trying to remove my voice and usually people are calling the offense so much which is why i call they start turning up. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Just say, hey, I realize I'm just tired today. I don't feel like engaging. Hey, I just need a minute. Or I just had a rough day. I'm trying to reset. Okay. Talk mm-hmm. to you later. Because I'm not sure. I'm only here to help. Not hurt. <laughs> Bad boy. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> so with that being said, let's talk about the word insufferable. The word of the day. Mm. And the word insufferable can be spelled as I-N-S-U-F-F-E-R-A-B-L-E. And insufferable is defined as too extreme of behavior or intolerable. Mm. And it's funny because I found this word. I looked up the definition of caring. Are you familiar with the Karens? Yes. And the Karens have been... And Karens and the Ken. So Ken is the male version of Karen. Correct. They are insufferable. Mm. 
And it's like, they're anti-maskers. They don't want to wear the mask because, you know, I have a underlining health condition. Okay, girl. Everybody at this point now has an underlying health condition. Exactly. And I need y'all to relax because there are people that have COPD, that are asthmatic, that have bronchitis. Like, they are literally wearing a mask. And they've done several videos that have gone viral, and I say they being the Karens and the Kens, <laughs> trying to do these little tests that show the masks don't work. But then they're using these little bandanas. Of course the bandana doesn't work. Everything needs a, a little bandana. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not a medical mask. Oh my goodness. And shout out to my Asian community besides the colorism and the racism that some of them exude. That's another conversation. Yes. <laughs> Following me around a hair store thinking I'm stealing, but I'm trying to just, you know, get my little leave-in condition. Right. Trying to figure out what hair I need. <laughs> so now they're trying to, you know, they're going through that whole thing. And I'm not going to go too far into that. Um... But it's like, just put the mask on. You put the mask on. No, the mask is not 100% effective. Neither is the law that you need to wear a seatbelt. Neither is the law that you need to come in with shirts and shoes. Neither is, <laughs> you know. Right, but it helps, you know. I just don't understand yeah. why people be doing too much. Like, I, it's, it's crazy that they like, well, it's not going to touch me. It's not that. That's what they do over there. And now you see them like, oh, I have to wear a mask because my wife or my husband said, hey. or, you know, well, I think you'd come to, you, that person was too close. Come on, man. <laughs> and a lot of those anti-maskers have been stricken with the virus. And now you're in the hospital. And now you're taking our beds for people that have actually been taking all of the precautions. Correct. Yeah. yeah true. So I feel like you need to get kicked out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I mean, they don't believe in it, so you know, facts. So, you know, do your own thing. <laughs> but moving forward. So let's talk about real stories with real people. And I want you to talk to us about being a business owner, being an international superstar. How did you sustain your business during the pandemic? I'm truly blessed um, because one thing that I think a lot of business, even before this pandemic, lacked consistency. I was very Mm -hmm. consistent prior which I had a, a whole uh, set and list of regular people um, mm-hmm. making sure I'm time efficient and stuff like that and communicating with my clients. Also being very prepared for when they said, hey, the shutdown and when we was able to be reopened to make mm-hmm. sure everyone who can walk in and out that door, including my staff and the consumer, can be safe and feel safe and Everyone know how I already carry my business, how I carry myself. So, you know, mm-hmm. what's crazy to me is that a lot of people are like, oh, you got to do all this stuff. That's part of our protocol anyway. Anyone who owns a business, especially a salon or barbershop, that's what we're mm-hmm. supposed to do. You're supposed to really 
you should I highly recommend taking one person at a time. You're supposed to clean up before and after every client. You're supposed to wash your hands. So I think it's kind of crazy that some people wasn't doing this before. I'm like, that should be your habit. But I think because people understand my um, sanitation and how I'm very serious about my business, I'm very passionate in what I do, and my, you know, my, my results shows in that that mm-hmm. it helped me sustain. And then also just thinking forward, like, hey, let me pay some stuff in advance. I'm not sure what's going to go on. Let me set some stuff up for these clients to have protective styles so it can last for a while. And what was one of, well, before I answer that question, it was funny because when I was in a barbershop, you know how we have the barbershop, you spray your clippers down, yeah. do that whole thing. And I had one of the barbers like, why do you keep spraying that between every person? Oh my goodness. Sir, are you dumb? See, have you sir. read <laughs> the back of the can? Yes. Yeah. Have you read it? Like, you're supposed to spray that not only for lubrication, but it kills literally everything. So I told, I told a, a lady this. I said, if you, would you get behind one of your kids or even your husband after they got out the shower and they never washed the tub out? How would you feel? Everybody just took a shower, right? Boom, 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 boom. She's like, that's nasty. I said, right. So it's kind of like the same sense of us being in a salon. Like, you wouldn't want nobody else using the same comb. They're not washing their hands. They just touch somebody else, you know? So you drop that comb on the floor and you want to put it right back on my my head? I think not. Yes, yes. Or because they forget, hey, we're family. That's my daughter. I use the same brush. I say, you don't supposed to use the same brush. You have to clean your stuff, too. Sanitation is key in everything you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, So, um, let's talk about Scentsy Natural Hair Center. Let's talk about it from when it was a little fetus in your head <laughs> to when you actually gave birth. Give me that 60 second, like if you was in the elevator with, who do you look up to as far as like hair goals, business goals, like who is that one person? Mm, I got a, many of them. One off rip though is Michelle Obama and I love Kim Kimball though, you know. Much respect right. to them. So let's say you in the elevator with Kim Kimball and the oof, Michelle Obama. I know, right? <laughs> I have to jiggle my bracelet. I'm trying to hear that. <laughs> if you were in the elevator with them and you had 60 seconds to pitch Cincy Natural Hair Center, let me hear it. So, okay, Cincy Natural is a full center that specializes in restoring the hair, anybody dealing with any form of alopecia or any scalp disorder, and help every woman celebrate who they are and welcome them back into the natural society. Because, you know, I feel like we're born, we're already born with that. We just, I'm just, that's always tell people, welcome back. But it's mm-hmm. a hair salon that is more than a center, it's a resource center, it's an empowerment center. And it really helped change and influence. You know, we inspire a lot of women to really embrace who they are and find who they are. Mm. And I'm, I've been in the industry for 15 years and it's such a rewarding, it could be challenging, but in a very rewarding way to see someone come in and it could be so down and you can lift someone's spirit by just doing something. It's just educating them on their hair, 
showing them how naturally beautiful they are and we're just enhancing them more by getting their hair back healthy as well as growing it back because I've had people who have so much hair trauma. So I love that. And I love that you not only said welcome, but welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Because you were natural at one point. Now, you went and got that creamy crack. I'm a victim myself. <laughs> uh, but you like, all right. You did what you did, but welcome back. It's no judgment. And I've, you've been on my hair several times. Mm-hmm. And I've never felt judged. And I think that's a very, very important uh, component because you go to certain salons. Yeah, some people I- can be very harsh. And see, the thing about uh, people and their hair, you know, we, we that's very you know we hold that dear to our hearts and i tell people Absolutely. it's three people that you're very close to is going to be your doctor your stylist and your pastor and nine out of ten your past your stylist is the one who's the most closest so we find mm-hmm. out everything that's going on and they don't realize how everything is connected while wow, what i've been eating affecting my hair this unhealthy relationship um affecting my hair and it's affecting my self-esteem so when you can get your spirit grounded you know you start realizing it shows in our hair. So, you it know. It does. It does. And I need to get my ends clean. My hair has grown exponentially since I've seen you. Oh, wow. Yes. You want to do the trim because I tell people, you don't want need to. It. Yeah, they start fraying, they start splitting, and splitting ends just only go one way, which is up. So I tell people, you want to do it at least every eight to 10 weeks, you know, just keep them ends refreshed and making sure they don't split. Got to keep you. Keep you going, nice, man. But we you in know, a panoramic, like, hair, when you come here. Oh, my God. I know. I was just telling you, I need to be there, like, ASAP. You know, so uh, hopefully within, you know, within the season, I'm going to speak it to existence. <laughs> as you should. Because I need to lay eyes on you. I need to hug you. <laughs> right, right. But then we got to do six feet. Hey, we can even do, guy. always got to send a uh, positive vibes, but, you know. My my air hugs, my virtual loving, you know, that's what I call it, virtual loving. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let's move on into, we're going to tussy slide into this teaspoon of pop culture. <laughs> right. Oh, Lord. This is always where I get lost. Not lost, but I'm like, oh, God, the world is low-key in shambles. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about Sierra and her husband Russell Williams. Is that his last name? I think that's his last name. I don't know a lot about sports, so if I mess his name up, whatever. <laughs> uh, but they came out, excuse me, with their own house. And when I say house, it's the house of L R N N C. So they did everybody initials, I guess. So it stands for love, respect, and care. Nice. nice. And I just love them together. Sierra, I she do. was popping her thing back in the day. You know, trying to you know, make her way through the music industry. And then here comes Future. <laughs> I'm like, girl, this <laughs> what happened? But then I'm not going to judge Sierra because I've met some people that I probably should not have met up with. And you so know, I'm not going to judge it. 
Yeah, and that season she was with him helped her realize to get her bow, which is you yeah. know. So, so she getting back with Russell, and Russell is kind of like the corny guy, kind of corny, kind of nerdy, but not I, annoying. I, yeah, but I like him. I don't even think he that. I just I think he got he's so. No, cool. I do too. I yeah, do too. But I, you know, I think it's something kind of cool with a little nerdiness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'm with the shit, like. right? You got a little swag with it too, you know? Hey. So, and I'm a little like, bit of you know a nice bank account too, but you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, go off Sierra, and they just had that new little baby. Now I go yeah, quote that baby name. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. the baby name. Yeah. Okay. When? All right. So there we go. Yeah, they're a winner again. <laughs> hey, I love all of that. I love it. I love it. I love it. So there's something that I want to talk to you. And this is kind of weighing heavy on my heart. Okay. As far as the rappers mm. in 2020. I don't know if you want me to talk about this. I just hopped off that speech. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and you may have a little more insight on this than I do. Because I'm not really a rap kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a like, kind of R&B kind of guy. Yeah. But then I keep hearing all of these guys that's like getting shot, 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 shot. We done lost Pop Smoke. We done lost uh, it's so young. Um, Yeah, man. They I just, like I, early 20s. I'm like, and then the one just recently, I think he was 19. I'm like, my goodness. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what that's about. I love my, I do like some rap. I love my R&B and the soul, soca, but I, you know, some of the new rap, I, I don't get it. I feel like everybody, like, trying to, they need all this self-affirmation and extra stuff just to prove the point. I'm like, dude, you doing it. Just keep going. And everybody want to stay in this, I call it. It's the clout. They're doing the wrong stuff for clout. You know, I don't know what, just need them to be themselves. But maybe that's the problem because someone being themselves, and it is a bit much right now. You know, I ain't it's the cloud and it's a low vibrational movement. Great word for me. Yeah, yeah. It's just I feel like they're running in circles. You know, and it's for what? Like one time, this dude is one is uh, they friends, or they was about to make music. Then one got beat. Don't even know why they got beat. Now they shooting each other. Then the one mad that his homeboy got shot. But I'm like, didn't your homeboy been talking about in his whole raps how he shot everybody? So. Kind of what goes around, come around. If you end that energy, in that element, aren't you going to probably end up? I don't know. You can't say that because there's some people who in the element who ain't trying to be. You know, unfortunately, people's circumstances or what they exposed to or the lack of. You know, but I mean, I grew up in the streets. I grew up in the projects and stuff like that. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be of your of your parents. You know, Mm -hmm. BS. You don't have to be of your your adolescence, you don't have to be stuck in poverty. Like, you got to find your motivation and keep going. And unfortunately, do you, you know, want to shout out your project? Yeah, I mean, to somebody. Yeah, because you end up kind of growing and getting out of that, and you want to bring some people with you, but sometimes you can't bring everybody with you. No, but I'm saying, do you want to shout out the project that you grew up in for oh, somebody that may be in that project oh, that Cleveland, needs a little bit man. of inspiration? All of Cleveland, East Cleveland, down to 105, everywhere, man. Just. Wow. 
Come on, Gabe. So Found can you send me a pound boy? Third. I know they know this. <laughs> you know, send me a pound boy. You know, like Cleveland, Julie, it can be some hard streets, but there's so many great people who came out of Cleveland, who came out of Ohio in general, such as even yourself, too, that's doing great things. You know, you got Steve Harvey, you got Holly Berry, you, you know, uh, I know they was talking about Cat Williams, um, Dave Chappelle, you know how he and turned around a lot of stuff. Um, it's so many people to do from who was on Living Single, Isley Brothers, like Ohio Players. Like we got so many great iconic members and individuals, male and female, who came out, who's doing awesome things. And then who's okay? Be proud. Yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you this. This is a caveat. Uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh my God. Described his own daughter as exhibiting whole, hen- whole tendencies. And I got kind of stressed out behind it. Because you're saying your daughter is, you know, displaying hotels. Okay, so what is she displaying? How old is so, she? She's a teenager. Okay. You know, being a teenage yeah. girl, being a teenage guy, like, you like this person, you like that person, you like this. But the fact that you caught her out. Yeah. I have a problem with that. I, I have a problem with that. I think you need to speak a little life to the daughter. And then, this is my thing. If you feel like she has a whole tendency, as a father, check her. Like, I think of the problem right now with a lot of us parents, especially my generation, is we don't hold our kids or ourselves accountable. And we expect part? people to know we very passive about some shit. Then you be like, oh, well, they supposed to know. that They supposed to know. Your kid don't know. You expect a no. person, your kid to know what you know and you 40 or over. The note at ten, they have no idea. They haven't really been or seen that much in life, so they're not gonna get it. You know, at but that that age, you are a hoe because <laughs> you are cheating on all your wives. Right, but think about didn't they say our our kids kind of like following what we doing? Like we gotta be a better example. I'm not perfect. I ain't trying to judge. I just say I, I realize I see my kids doing something. Like I realize, damn, why my kids are insecure? Why why they seem like they they just shy or having anxiety then I realized I was kind of like that at that age and I'm trying to have them become where I'm at but I gotta realize I'm a full adult and they still learning themselves they going through puberty adolescence and life and you know new um each experience in life is giving them a new feeling and they like I don't know what to do with myself so they learning themselves and how to operate in this world especially with this year so you know I told people if you haven't had COVID, it affects you still some kind of way. You know somebody who's close or your business got shut down or affected by it. So people developing anxiety and depression. So you kind of got to address and fix that. Like, oh, I, I can't get caught up in it. And I don't want to spend too much time on Kevin Hart because he yeah. stressed me out. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so last thing that I want to talk about is this carrot bacon. Are you familiar with Tabitha on Instagram? Yes, yes, I love her. I love her. I love her. Love her, man. Her energy is amazing. Oh my God. I'm just so proud of her. 
And when she leans to the camera, it's like I almost become enthralled. And I'm like, okay, what are we right. talking about today? Right. What are we talking about? Right, right. <laughs> I love her. And that's what I get from you. Oh, thank you, man. And that's what I get. Like, I feel like we talk about any and everything. Yes, yes. There's no judgment. It's no, like, all right, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this right. It's like, let's just vibe out. Like, Yes, yeah. That's always like sunshine. What's up, sunshine? <laughs> no, and every time you text me, I always there's a little glimmer in my eyes. I'm like, thought <laughs> about me. I'm so thankful. Oh, I love you. I'm so thankful. Oh, wait, and I'll drop my cup. So let's, you know, it's been a great. What has this been? I thought I did 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that you want to share with the people? As far as hair care, body care. Self-care is very important. Really be mindful of making sure you're drinking plenty of water. Um, you have to, you know how they say, feed your body with good things and your body will take, you know, if you take care of your body, it'll take care of you. Um, I really believe in that. I believe in not only what you feed your body, but what you feed your mind. Your mind is very, very valuable. And a lot of people are not taking it serious of what this um, pandemic we're going through. Um, to you got to be mentally strong. You know, you just got to be, it's a whole new cup of tea. You can, I've seen so many people who health gurus and go to the gym, eat right, but if your mind is not balanced or kind of grounded to understand that certain things, just because you might be affected by it, doesn't mean it's because, you know, you're a bad person or you deserve anything or, you know, somebody trying to set you up. Is Sometimes things got to be shifted in our life for us to move a little different because we get so accustomed to these routines, but just because it's a routine and familiar, like I said earlier, doesn't mean it's it's actually right. You know, we can have two different routes to get somewhere. The whole objective is as long as we get to our destination, right? So I would just tell people to make sure you feed your mind properly, your body, get proper rest, drink plenty of water. Um, seriously, you stick about half of your body weight divided by two. Most of the time right now, everybody needs almost a gallon of water to flush out the system. And then um, I tell people, you know, I say, are you allergic to anything? They're like, no. I said, we're allergic to negative people and negative energy. So if anything, just surround yourself with good people. Try to project when you get up, you know, really be grateful of who you are. Um, and just understand you purposely made and just embrace who you are. Don't never let, feel like you got to overly explain if you say, hey, I just can't do it today. It's okay, Jacob. Just do it another day, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And what's way when you can't do something and you don't want to do something? Mm. What's one way that you say, like, today's not today? So, say you invited me out and something. Hey, I appreciate the invite at this time. I'm unavailable. Please let me know when you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Real cut and dry. Yeah, I like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's simple. Because sometimes I feel like when you overly explain it, they, some people really get caught in the fence. It's like they're lying. They're trying to, they don't want to hang out with me. They take it very personal. And sometimes you just 
Or you can even say, hey, my energy is off. Like, I just don't even want to do that. And sometimes people will say, well, I'll, I'll help you. And just say, right now, I'm just unavailable. I, I really say just keep it short and simple. Because sometimes you don't have the time to break down what's going on. Or you may not, you may not have the words to express what you're going through or how you're feeling. Because you're going through it. Yeah. So, you know. And sometimes, shoot, people don't even know they're going through it. And they all, you know, so... I just tell people, you know, hey, thank you for the invite. I appreciate it, but at this time, I'm just unavailable. Please be sure to let me know if something else going on. Or, you know, we'll get together soon. And, you know, especially with my schedule being crazy, I think a lot of people forget I have kids, so I'm, like, trying to balance. And they're like, oh, I want you to do this. I'm like, hey, I got the kid. I got to I gotta arrange a schedule for that. I need a better notice. They're like, oh, damn, I forgot. You know, and even if you don't have kids, I don't think you should just immediately volunteer somebody's service or time, and you didn't even ask them so that's the word because I don't have kids but I, hey hey I need to know this I need to know this yeah I tell people the next word uh, of the day should be expectation I, I feel like expectation is I uh, I I um, automatically made you prompt make a promise without notifying you what was the agreement <laughs> it's just crazy like I have this expectation you're supposed to respond this way and you have no idea what I'm talking about but I just and now I'm mad because you didn't follow and anything that I wanted you to do, but think about it, it's been it's been in my head the whole time, and I never properly communicated that to you. So I tell people, don't have false expectation. Communicate with people, you know. So what I'm gonna do with you is this is our final conversation, not final. Let me not say that. Right. As far as the podcast goes, this is our final conversation. Right. If you could leave a word with yourself what would you tell yourself your you know early self is for us childhood your adult self what is a word and not like literal word but a phrase what would you tell yourself today you are enough you are enough Mm. and when you say you are enough expound the reason I say that, I mean, I grew up with identical twin sisters, so you're so used to everyone saying they and comparison and everything else. And, you know, we try to do the best we can as we grow up to do what our parents want us to do. And we always feel like we're not enough uh, because you're looking at uh, this class. I wasn't popular. I was actually a nerd back in the day. You know, I was very shy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like I didn't have enough. I was really, really skinny so you know I'm like I don't have enough this and that everybody kept telling me this and that so I realized as I got older I'm more than enough uh, and I've, I've changed everything that people try to uh, criticize or bully me on and use it to empower me so when some you know because I wouldn't talk to them they say oh you're you're ugly or this and that and and they said, oh, you, you got a twin y'all probably mean twins and I said oh you know what God blessed me to be so amazing that he put me he made two of me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm more than enough that, you know, my energy is just so loving that God really took his time to sculpt two people of me. You know, it's two different people, but just two diff- duplicate of faith. So I would just say, I know that's kind of a long answer, but just saying that no, I'm enough. I'm, I'm enough, you know, and, and especially when I had to understand who I was individually instead of, you know, oh, I guess I'm supposed to do this, or we're twins, we're supposed to do everything together. Really finding myself and realizing I was enough. It didn't matter that I didn't 
my hair didn't look like everybody else. Because, you know, when you're natural, everybody really wants your hair to be straight, you know, have a certain look. So, that is true. So I like that I didn't fit the box. I like that I wasn't what everybody, the latest trend or what everybody expected. And that's one thing that I love about you. And I feel like we are kindred spirits. So where we just want to chill, like. Yeah, man. Out of drama, out of. What are y'all doing? Like, yo, it's gross. It's gross to me. Like Sunday morning. Hey. Eat it like Sunday morning. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But I thank you for joining me. Is this your first post? Podcast. Yes. Is this your? Oh wow! Yes. So you are on the stupid cool. Yes. Thanks for blessing me, man. It's always great talking to you, man. Yes. So we'll post this. It'll be live. What's tomorrow? Thursday. Okay. Wait. What's tomorrow? Wednesday. No, tomorrow's Thursday. You was right. Oh, girl, doing this quarantine, I have no concept of time. I know. Like, what day is it? It's a great day to be awesome and alive. Hey, <laughs> I'm on the opposite side of down. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. But I thank you for what you do for the community. I thank you for what you do with, with your children. I thank you for what you do for yourself. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate you so much. Yeah. Great time. We're going to get Miss Baby Girl on the podcast. And I ain't going to mention her name because she might not want to be mentioned. But one okay. of your good, good girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to get her on soon. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'll All let right. her know. Can so, I with mean? that being said, let the people know where they can find you at. So you can find me either on Facebook um, under the Cincy Natural Center or um, if you're out in California, it's under the LRC Beauty Suites in West Hollywood, Cincinnati. Ohio is once again Cincy Natural Center um, that's located near downtown. Um, if you on Facebook, you can find me under my name. is Catrell Scott. And Instagram is under the official underscore Catrell. And if you're just looking for the business, Cincy Natural, that's C-I-N-C-I, the word natural, all one word, lowercase. Be great, be informed, be inspired, be you. I love it. (laughs) And with that being said, I love and I appreciate you. My hand to my heart. Oh, thank you. You have been such a jewel. Y'all, stay stay awesome, man. Stay awesome. I appreciate you. Keep shining. You will. And I'm going to call you after we get off this phone, guys. Okay. Great. Just so we can do a little quick follow-up. Okay. Cool. And we'll chat soon. All right. Peace and blessings. Bye, y'all. <laughs>